Child of Our Time interview, Professor Pamela Davis-Keen from the Institute for Social Research at the University of Michigan talks about research looking at whether parents and teachers report young children's problem behaviour differently and whether race and ethnicity play a role. One of the issues that we've always had is, you know, who is the reporter of a child's behaviour? And so we have historically looked at both the parent, the teacher, and even as children get older, we ask them, to report about their own behavior sometimes, but not often we have observers in a home or a classroom rate the behavior. But most of our information is coming from these reports from a a parent and teacher. And so we're always concerned, are there biases? Is the parent, for example, being too positive or not telling us about bad behavior that's occurring? Or for teachers, whether they might be too negative and telling us about behaviors that are pretty small, but not really meaningful to whether or not the children are uh, really problem behaviors. So it's always this constant push and pull. And and we find that parents and teachers, the correlation between their uh, comments are very low, often 0.2, 0.4, very low relations uh, between what they report about a child's behavior. So it's it's quite concerning to us to try to figure this out. So what did you and the research team want to focus on specifically when it came to the discrepancies in how parents and teachers were reporting on children's behavior? So what we really wanted to understand was, are, are parents and teachers seeing similar behavior? And if they're not seeing behavior, where are they differing? And in, in this case, we were quite concerned about the issues of race because in both the US and the UK, There's been uh, quite a lot of information in the U.S., for example, that young children in kindergarten are being uh, expelled from school. So actually, they can't come to school uh, related to their behavior. And and this is often young black children who are expelled, not just suspended, but thrown out of school totally. And so we wanted to understand whether or not teachers were always biased against certain race groups in how they were acting. And again, in in this particular study, and we'll talk about this probably later, is that we don't have any information about the the teacher's specific biases by race. All we're looking at are are parents and teachers differing on looking at uh, what we call externalizing behavior or aggression toward other children. Now, you looked at children both in the UK and the US, as as you mentioned. So where did your information come from? We use two national studies that represent the populations of both these countries. So in the United States, we use the early child longitudinal study birth cohort. So this has been following children from birth all the way to first grade. So they're about uh, six years old. And then the Millennium Cohort Study, which is also a population study of the United Kingdom, uh, also a birth cohort. What's really interesting about these two studies is the data was collected within months of each other. So these kids are going through the same historical changes in both countries. And so instead of having kids that we were looking at uh, in the 1980s and kids we were looking at in the 1990s, we're able to see these changes without having historical changes occurring in these two data sets. Now, I think you mentioned already that in previous research, it's generally been shown that mothers are more likely to report higher levels of these uh, challenging externalizing behaviors than teachers. Was that the case here in your research? Actually, what was surprising about this research was that there were very few differences between teacher and parents' reports on behavior. So we, for those with African background uh, in both countries, the parents were reporting similarly high rates of problem behavior. And and that was surprising to us because we thought we were going to see this usual difference in behavior. And it could be one of the issues that I should note about this is we're looking at very young children. So these are children in kindergarten. And so they're 
I think there's seven, eight in the UK and, and six and seven in the US. So it could be that right upon entry to school, the parents and the teachers are much more concordant in, in their reports than what we see later on when we get parent-teacher reports. And what about when you started looking at the difference in racial and ethnic backgrounds? What, what did you find there? So what we found there was, again, not much differences across race, but there were some that, that stood out. So in both countries, again, those that have some African connection, they were showing that teachers were reporting higher amounts of problem behavior than the parents were showing. Uh, we also saw in the UK, because we don't have the same race group, large amounts in the U.S., that the Indian and Pakistani, the parents were actually reporting higher rates of problem behavior than the teachers. So we had some very uh, interesting differences. But in both countries, too, one of the things that stood out to us is that boys, so the, the males in, that were being reported on, always were be, being reported on as having more externalizing behavior by both the parents and the teachers. So this this was quite interesting because we're, we're going to have to explore this more with this gender differences. Now, other similar studies have uh, found that when you take the child's background and other factors into account, that this sort of discrepancy tends to disappear. Did, did you find that? Yes. Yeah, so once we took into consideration, that, and this is one of the, the beauties of having these uh, nationally represented data sets, is that we're able to take into consideration lots of alternative hypotheses of what we might be fighting. The largest one is socioeconomic status or class, whether or not income, education, and occupation is the reason why we're seeing the differences and not race. And many times these are confounded so that we see some large race groups uh, overrepresented in the lower socioeconomic class or the socioeconomic status uh, as the way we refer to it in the U.S. So we, we want to make sure that we've controlled for that or taken into account uh, those differences. And so we were able to do that in both countries. And that could be the reason why, because we have such rich data and information on that, that we aren't seeing some of the differences that other people were finding because we were able to account for so many of these other issues that might be showing differences between mothers or parents and teachers in rating behavior. So I wonder what your take is on all of this then, then Pam. Are there lessons for parents, teachers, others working with children whose behavior is challenging? Yeah, I think one of the, the biggest things for us is that um, these differences on teachers' re reports of those with African background in both countries, that, that this is, and I want to stress, this is the entry to school. So already we're seeing differences on how parents and teachers are seeing this behavior. And I think the important part that starts getting less and less as, as children continue in schooling are the conversations between the parents and teachers. Both parents and teachers, what we saw here, seem to be struggling with uh, children that have behavior problems. And so that communication between the teacher and parents so that you know the teachers aren't blaming the parents and the parents aren't blaming the teachers, I think is, is pretty important actually figuring out whether or not what we're seeing is normative. So we might have just some kids with, that are high energy in, in this, for example, the boys just may be in, in environments where they're restricted. They just act out more than uh, girls who are, as we see across the board, are generally more compliant to sitting still for longer periods of time. And I think that's that's really the issue to work out with parents and teachers. What are these reports they're showing us? Are these really kids that are getting up and walking over and hitting their classmates? Or are they kids that just move around a lot and, and they get into conflict with others because they really are having a hard time regulating themselves? So just finally for now, Pam, what needs to happen next? 
So I think what's uh, we really need to explore, and we and we've seen this across the board, but I think having this in a in you know in other studies, having this in these national data sets, and replicating it between the U.S. and U.K., which I think is is quite important, that we have this gender difference of uh, boys just having higher reports, and what does that mean for the long term? And the, in this case, also if there are these race differences, are we going to continue to see these children removed from schooling? A situation which has dramatic difference, you know, changes later on, for example, if they're dropping out of school, or they can't make it further along in their schooling to, to really understand what's happening. And again, stressing that this is very early on, we know this just gets worse, as schooling uh, continues, as these reports start getting even harsher, uh, and the consequences of behavior harsher. So what can we understand about these kids kind of coming into these classrooms what might be the problem for, for boys? Is it just normative issues and the teachers are picking up on it and the parents are picking up on it? Uh, or are there other issues going on and, and what kind of adjustments might need to be made for this? And again, this, this replicated nature of this data between the two countries, I think, really adds strength to the fact that we're seeing this isn't just the UK education system or the US education system. It's something that seems to be going on uh, with these race groups and with um, this particular gender of male. So what can we understand about that? Pamela Davis-Keen was talking to Chris Garrington for Child of Our Time about collaborative research between the University of Michigan and the ESRC International Center for Life Course Studies at UCL. The research was part of an ESRC-funded project, Disparities in Children's Health and Behaviour, the Importance of Race, Ethnicity in the UK and US.